thank you for joining me today. Um, what I want to talk about this morning is the general COVID-19 situation. Um, now, obviously, neither you or I are sort of medical professionals of any kind, but I often find myself fielding a lot of inquiries from foreigners living in Albania or people wanting to come to Albania, asking me about what the situation is actually like here and what's the reality on the ground. And I find it quite difficult to know how to answer. So I'm hoping that based on sort of your knowledge and your experience in, in your work, you might be able to give me sort of a, a, a very unbiased, real look at, at what's happening in Albania at the moment in terms of the pandemic. So, I mean, it's a very difficult situation and I find as a journalist trying to get information more than just what's published is, is very difficult. So any help you can give and any insight you can give um, would be greatly appreciated. So I think we need to start first of all with the rate of testing. Um, now we've seen in the last week that the numbers of confirmed cases are going up very high, uh, very quickly. But from what I understand, the rate of testing is still very low. Um, is that the case? In general, the testing in Albania has been low compared to other countries. Mm -hmm. uh, the approach since the start of the epidem epidemic in Albania was to trace, test and isolate. And it seems like they kept on with this approach even though the epidemic epidemics was spreading all around. The fact that they are testing people connected to confirmed cases is one of the reasons why recently the rate of those infected uh, out of the total number of being tested is high because basically they are testing people with a high likeliness to have catch the virus. The only uh, positive thing about this is that the, the number of deaths in Albania still is relatively low compared to other countries. I mean, as we say today, as the situation is today, uh, there have been about 31,500 confirmed infected cases. More than half of them have been already uh, recovered. And there have been, as of today, Saturday morning, 672 deaths from the virus. Mm -hmm. People that want to get some information, at least uh, statistics, official statistics on, on the number of uh, people infected and deaths and everything, they can uh, get this information in the official uh, site coronavirus.al, coronavirus written as in English.al, and there they can find information about the situation, but also a lot of advice and other uh, relevant information what to do in case they uh, people have symptoms or they have other inquiries. Now, you, you mentioned about contact, contact tracing um, and, and sort of their strategy is that they're testing people who they think have a very high likelihood of having the virus or who have been contacted positive cases. Um, I know members of the expat community who've contacted me who have had sort of severe symptoms, have been in contact with people in confirmed cases and yet haven't been tested and have been told just to stay at home. Do you know why this is happening? I, I cannot talk for these cases, which I don't know. What I know for a fact mm -hmm. is that, yes, there is some delays. People call in the dedicated line, which is 127, mm -hmm. where they are uh, screened for the symptoms and they are evaluated if they will qualify for testing or not. 
And okay. those that qualify for testing are supposed to get the testing in the next few hours. Uh, or, I mean, as soon as possible. It is a fact that the testing teams, mobile testing teams, which come to your premises to get the sample to be tested, are not as quick. There have been cases when people have been waiting for more than 24 hours for the teams to come. So this is a fact, and this has to do with the resources, organization, planning, or whatever. But this is something which has been weak and criticized. With regard to the claim that people would qualify for the testing based on the government's approach of having tests for those that have uh, symptoms, they have had contacts with symptoms that would qualify them. I don't know if this is the case that they have been refused testing. But mm -hmm. so, sum up, yes, there have been delays, so there have been problems with uh, getting the tests from the mobile teams, but mm -hmm. I'm not sure if people have been refused testing when they qualify for a test. Okay, I mean, I've I've had contact with quite a lot of people who say that they've called the number, um, they have been told someone will come, someone never comes, or just flat out have been told, okay, just take some paracetamol or see your local doctor, etc., and the testing's never come. And I've I've seen some of the prescriptions that these people have had, so I think there is there are cases definitely that I've been able to verify where people have not been tested when perhaps they should have been i think people are just a bit concerned about this you know because they don't we still don't really understand much about the virus and sort of people are feeling oh you know i, I just have to stay at home um i don't know whether i have it or not there's quite a bit of uncertainty around that so what are the criteria do you know anything about the criteria the government used to decide whether someone should be tested or not i'm, I'm not sure about that but i mean one of the criteria is to have been in contact with somebody that has been infected, at least so far, mm -hmm. and also their symptoms. Now, mm -hmm. I know that there is a lot of confusion and there is a lot of anxiety among the people, given all the situation and given mm -hmm. lack of a lot of knowledge about the disease. And people react differently to, 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 to their anxiety. The, the, the problem is that there is one thing to have some mild symptoms or no symptoms at all or to, to believe that you have contacted the virus and a different thing if you have some symptoms which warrant medical treatment and medical care from the specialized uh, mm -hmm. professional. We have to understand that here there is no free testing for all, which means that testing is not offered to everyone that wants to be tested, in Albania mm -hmm. at least first. So as I said, testing is given to those people that qualify to some criteria. Mm -hmm. We definitely have to do with previous contacts and definitely have to do with some uh, advancement of symptoms that might be associated with coronavirus. So a lot of people that they believe that they have the virus and they call for testing, they're not given testing. Their claim is might be legitimate in the sense that they're not getting testing, but in terms of the, the risks involved, I mean, there are no risks involved here. If you can be asymptomatic and you are not getting any testing and that's fine at least the professionals say that's fine and this is not only in Albania but it's in other countries I mean the same issue in other countries it's not that you automatically get a testing if you call and you ask for a testing so no, we have to be, to be careful and to be cautious in the sense that to distinguish between the cases that deserve to be tested or are eligible, are eligible to be tested or should be tested given the symptoms 
and if they are not getting the tests on the attention, this is negligence. And other people that they wish to be tested or they think that they need to be tested, when are not getting the test, this is simply because they are not eligible to be tested on their situation is not dangerous in any way or their health is not at risk. It's just mm -hmm. because of their anxiety or their wishes they want to be tested. In any case, for these people, there is private testing that they can get through payment. We are talking about free public testing, which is limited to those people that have symptoms which warrant testing and some urgent attention, medical attention. So based on that, we can assume that the numbers of coronavirus are significantly higher, potentially significantly higher than the numbers which come from the state each day. No, absolutely. But this is the case everywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. The number of cases in the population is, is higher than the number of confirmed cases through testing. Because mm -hmm. not, not only because a lot of people are asymptomatic, so they might have the virus and they are not aware they do, but also because many people that have just mild symptoms, uh, they don't get the testing at all. Now, another thing you said, okay, so we've established that the rate of testing is only for those who really need it. There may be an element of negligence as well. Um, but also, what I want to understand, Rama has said, uh, Prime Minister Adi Rama has said that the, the rate of testing is low, not because the government can't afford it, um, but because the Committee of Technical Experts don't think it's necessary. Do you agree with this? No. As I said, the approach that the government followed since the start was to trace and test cases. So we never went to mass testing. We never mm -hmm. went to uh, the policy of offering tests to everyone that has symptoms. So there always testing was given to people that had connection with somebody that was proved positive. Mm -hmm. Testing positive. Is this the right approach? I don't know. What we know is that many countries have offered much more testing than Albania. So if we're getting the statistics of how many tests are, are done, two, I mean two statistics, the number of tests per 100,000 of population, the number of tests for every person tested positive, Albania rates low in both of these mm -hmm. uh, statistics compared to other countries. So, I mean, statistically speaking, we can positively say that the rate of testing in Albania has been low. Is this bad policy? Is different story. There are other opinions that are saying that it comes a moment when much more testing will not make any difference. When you have like community spread of the virus, mm -hmm. the testing will not make any big difference. And then the question of testing is that you have to test and test and test because even if you get a test and you 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 result negative today, you might need a test in two or three. So at the end of the day, government is right in one thing. People that have mild symptoms should be tested or any symptoms at all should be tested. Mm -hmm. And this is not happening because also, as I said, this is being limited to people that have a certain level of symptoms and some connection with uh, people previously tested positive. Do you think this is, I mean, the government maybe doesn't have the capacity to expand on testing? Is this a capacity issue? Is this a capacity issue? It might be, I mean, now to increase the capacities doesn't cost very much. We are many months into the epidemics, all the cost of, 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 of the testing kits and testing equipment has gone down. Albania has received a lot of assistance in equipment, testing kits. 
Also, it has received a lot of financial assistance. There is money from the budget. So I don't see any financial constraint in order to, to increase testing. The problem with the testing, apart from the approach of whom to, as, as I explained, of whom to test in Albania has been tested, testing has been concentrated in Tirana in one public lab. Mm -hmm. Instead of having labs throughout the country, everything was concentrated in Tirana. This also is very problematic because samples should be sent from different parts of the country to Tirana, to the lab in Tirana for testing. This results in delays and overload of the lab in Tirana. So yes, this might have been a policy that the government should have known and should have done better to provide more labs and spread throughout the country rather than everything concentrated in Tirana and in one lab in Tirana. Actually, today there are two labs, but for many months there was only one lab in Tirana. So there is a room here to criticize maybe this approach of concentrating all the tests in one lab was not the best uh, approach in order to be able to get the samples and provide the results as soon as possible to those that have been tested. And now people can do tests in private hospitals, but I understand these are not counted by the government in their official figures if they're positive. Is that correct? Uh, I'm not sure about this. At mm. least one week ago, we the government claimed that they will start to report all the testing also including the, the testing in private labs but okay. we, we have to know something about testing in private labs mm -hmm. if a person results positive in a private lab by by law this person needs to be retested in the public lab mm -hmm. and if that result is also turn out to be positive then he's counted as positive so given this procedure if this is respected in practice it means that the number of infected includes the number of people testing positive in lab in, in private labs because they are supposed to be retested and to be uh, reported as positive if the retest in the public lab also turns out to be positive supposed to be so that's assuming that they all are tested if they prove positive um, but i mean uh, people are interested themselves that if they prove positive in the private lab they are interested personally to get the test in the mm -hmm. in the public lab in order to to be counted reported and treated as uh, infected with the coronavirus now it's a difficult question but asking your opinion if you read what the government say and you listen to the press conferences and everything you know it it seems that they've got things sort of quite under control but do you think this is this is correct because i i see what they say and then i look around and i speak to people i know and i hear people's stories and i see the numbers and i just think are they downplaying the severity of what's happening as we said number of testing is low so we and maybe the numbers that are reporting for people infected, confirmed, uh, positively infected with the coronavirus are lower than the spread of the virus. So, first of all, we don't have a clear picture of what's the spread of the virus in the population, given the low numbers of testing. When it comes to the hospital treatment of the cases that need uh, specialized health assistance, there are two hospitals which are assigned to treat exclusively COVID cases. And their capacities, as we speak, are exhausted. And the government has prepared and has promised that we'll open 
soon, maybe any day now, at least two other facilities which will increase the handling capacity for the people. There have been a lot of, let's say, accounts, confirmed or unconfirmed, that at times in both the existing hospitals there have been, uh, there have been many cases and at moments more than the capacities of these hospitals. There have been a surge in cases at seven days and their handling hasn't been proper because of lack of capacities. So this, is, this seems to be a fact at times. But in general, we have to say that there have been capacities in the hospitals to treat everyone that has uh, required hospital treatment. As far as the quality of treatment in the hospitals is concerned, it doesn't seem that there is any major problem there. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're talking about our hospitals, which have limited resources, especially we have limited uh, number of doctors and medical staff. As we know, uh, the entire health system has been hit by migration of, of, of doctors and nurses. So this might have played a role in the fact that everything is concentrated into hospitals instead of opening other facilities. Maybe lack of personnel is one of the reasons that everything has been kept in, in these two facilities. Uh, I don't seem, don't seem to, to confirm the cases that there haven't been medication or there have been enough equipment, protection equipment for, for the doctors. From all I know and all the public accounts, there have been no problem with that. There have been maybe some problems in terms of uh, the the sources of oxygen in the hospitals because, you know, not every bed in a hospital has a supply of oxygen. And most of the cases that have been treated in the hospitals with coronavirus, they need oxygen supply. There have been some cases, there have been some cases which might have uh, received oxygen in the makeshift beds close to the source of oxygen but I mean these are normal things given the overrun of capacity so it's not it's not that in Albania there are things happening only here that haven't been faced in every other health system we are talking about doubling tripling and quadrupling of the people needing health assistance in the hospitals and the capacities have not been there although the government has done to some extent a good job to increase the capacities no one can say that really we do have all the capacities to accommodate and treat every case that needs uh, hospital treatment things are under control for the moment you would say but our things are not out of the control for the moment i mean we are not facing a crisis in terms of uh, overwhelming of hospital capacities lack of assistance etc what I'm concerned is that the number of the infected are increasing rapidly in the past days and we yes. don't know what the situation can be. For the moment, it seems like things are under the control, but at the limit of our capacities. Will the government yes. add new capacities in the coming days? Will the cases increase with that rate that things will get complicated? We don't know, but we hope that things will be okay. So the next week is crucial, really, in terms of the trends of the new infections and hospitalizations and also how the government responds. We, yeah, we can say that the next couple of weeks will be crucial on that. But one thing is sure, and we, we, we should say it clearly. 
people that need health care in the hospitals should go to the hospitals. I know that there are many stories when people are getting oxygen at their homes and they are being treated at home or they should be at the hospitals. There are all the necessary conditions in the hospitals to provide decent treatment for all the people that need treatment. I know okay. that there is a lot of information, contradicting information and the confusion, but the care in the hospitals is the best way to treat those that need hospital treatment. There are good doctors and there are decent conditions for everyone to receive proper treatment in the hospitals, at least so far. For now, because from what I understand as well, many of the severe cases of the virus and unfortunately deaths are due to, or at least parts due to and exacerbated by people not seeking medical attention in time. They, they try and stay at home, they try and treat themselves at home. The situation gets worse and by the time they get to the hospital, the situation is too severe and they're unable to be treated properly. Is that correct? Well, I mean, I don't know when they should go to the hospitals. What I know is that mm-hmm. if the doctors are telling them that they should go to the hospital, they should go to the hospital. There are all the conditions there to be treated properly. We don't know any cases when people have been mistreated or treated badly mm-hmm. in the hospitals, which has risked their lives or their health. Mm-hmm. There are difficulties in the hospitals. There might be, we might be at the limit of the capacities, but absolutely there has been no case that we know for a fact when the hospitals have worsened the health of the people or the hospitals have not provided the necessary mm-hmm. care for the people. Of course, there have been deaths, but we don't know any case that the deaths have been caused by negligence or by mistreatments or misdiagnosing, etc. So definitely all the people that are told to go to the hospitals by the doctors should go to the hospitals. Okay, now a difficult question, but it's something that has been very much in the media the last couple of days. There have been claims from the opposition that the death rate in Albania is higher than that it is being reported by the government. There is no factual information that we know this to be the case. Okay. First. Second, we have to say that the approach that the opposition has chosen to raise this issue is very problematic, is not helping the situation, but is a political game. If they have concerns about this, there are channels how they can present their concern. Going in public and just laying out unsubstantiated information, which will increase the anxiety and the panic of the people, is totally wrong. And the opposition should not play this game. If they have information about problems, if they have concerns, they should act politically and they should act like responsible people and address that with authorities. But they shouldn't become the source of increasing the panic of the population and the confusion for political gains. They so far have not provided any facts or information that will prove that the government has lied with the number of the people that have lost their lives due to coronavirus. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. So now I want to turn the conversation towards how people are responding to the crisis. Do you think the current restrictions are enough? Do you think there are things as citizens, as residents, that we should be doing more than what the restrictions are? I'm not sure how things are out outside of Tirana, but in Tirana, 
from one side there is a total negligence in the population I mean people not wearing masks and people staying uh, close to each other in the bars and restaurants and everywhere so there is kind of carelessness in the population and then from the other side we know for a fact that a lot of people seek assistance when their symptoms are aggravated instead of seeking assistance as soon as they have some symptoms so there, there is a need for more awareness that people should be careful they should protect themselves and people around them this is not mm-hmm. because the risk that we are facing now is too many sick people needing hospital assistance at the same time and now our capacities will be totally totally overrun now it's almost sure that the virus will spread everywhere the question is that to manage the rate of the rate of infection and keep it at manageable levels for not overrunning the the health system capacity hopefully by the end of the year we'll have some good news in terms of uh, the new vaccine out or some more experience in treating the disease or maybe even some uh, better medication on that how the end of your festivities will affect the spread of the coronavirus we have to see but definitely i don't believe that this new year christmas and new year period will be a usual one. I mean, people still need to take uh, precautions and to limit celebrations. But still, we have to see. What is what might be a concern is that if the vaccine will be out, then people will become more careless, given that now there is a vaccine. And in the short term, we might have a surge before people will be able to be vaccinated, because even the vaccination will take time to, 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 to reach every person that needs to get a vaccine. But let's hope by the end of the year we'll get more good news.